Hello everyone, this is Naim, wedding celebrant in Paris, and welcome to the French Wedding Show, where it is my job to introduce to you some of the best wedding vendors in Paris and in France. Today on the show, I welcome Anne-Laure, a bespoke wedding planner, planning your big day all around France, with a special touch to focus on you and your guests for a unique experience. This is the Et Voila effect, and here's Anne-Laure on the Paris Wedding Show. Hello, welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome for thank you for having me. Thank you for as always taking the time to be with me. I would be not that kind on my own. Uh, even if I'm good at monologues, I'm not that good at dialogues on my own. So thank you for taking the time. You're you're in London today. Yes, I am. I'm based in London mostly. The magic of internet. Uh, you're taking the time to be with me today to talk about Evoila Wedding, your uh, business, uh, wedding planning business. Let's start with you, a little bit about you. What's, what is your background and tell us a bit more about yourself. Oh, um, I'm French. I grew up in the north of France. Um, I studied in Paris um, then I went to work during my studies I did like a, a long internship and I lived in Marseille for a while um, then I moved to Bordeaux uh, then I graduated my business school I went for a year um, traveling um, I did a, um, a sailing trip for a year and when I came back with my boyfriend, who's now my husband, we didn't know where to settle in France. So we decided to settle in the UK. And so that's how I'm in London now. Okay. Nice. And, and I wanted to work in events. So when we arrived in London, I looked for a job in events. And the first job I got here was for an events agency who needed help um, with dealing with French suppliers. So they were planning lots of big events in the south of France. Uh, and, you know, they were planning this, you know, fancy stuff in, in very nice hotels. And um, and they realized that, you know, at that time, that was about 15 years ago, um, even in some of the best venues, people didn't really speak good English or not good <laughs> enough for them. And they hired French me. tradition. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's it's gotten really so much better now. Um, but um, but then they hired me for that. They hired me so that I could communicate between you know them, communicate their wishes to the vendors and the venues. Um, and that's basically what gave me the idea for what are we doing? And that's wow. how. That was a that was a good resume. Can I just go go back for a second to your sailing trip? Mm. I mean, if that sounds crazy, why did you choose to 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 do a sailing trip after that after? graduating well why not um <laughs> because i um i was given the opportunity to take a, a, a sabbatical a gap year and okay. um and i could do i could choose what i wanted to do and i love i love boats i love living on boats and mm -hmm. um, my my husband is a big sailor okay. he's always sailed um and so it came as quite natural to go on a boat um, and then, you know, we're young and we wanted to have a nice challenge. So, you know, crossing the Atlantic felt like wow. you know, a nice thing to do. <laughs> yeah, very nice. A lot of French people like to sail. Um, what did you learn during this trip? So I don't say, sorry. So I said, that's why I said I love living on boats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I learned, I learned sailing, but, um, so my husband does the sailing and mm -hmm. I help and, and I do all the other stuff on the boat. Okay, and uh, you, you've been there for like how long? Uh, a year. 
a year. Wow. And what did you learn during this trip? Um, oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I learned that I loved it. Um, I, I suppose I learned to travel really. Um, and obviously when you sell your travel in a very different way as you would, um, you know, taking a plane or, or any, any other um, mean of traveling, you know, things are very slow. Um, and there's a lot of, yes, there's lots of logistics as well about living on a boat. Um, oh, yeah. it's complicated. You're in a small space. You've got, you know, you've got to handle everything um in a short amount of time because when you're sailing you can't do much you're only sailing you know there's no you can't go you can't go do your shopping when you're sailing you can't go and do your laundry when you're sailing you, you're only sailing so and then when you start when you arrive then you've got to be organized of okay we've got these many days in this location where is everything where do i do my laundry where do i do my shopping where do i do and then you know usually you've got a few things like you know you've got repairs to do and things like that yeah so um <laughs> planning and organization It's it's lot it's a lot of planning and organization actually yes, um, and then a few frights you know a few frights you know of course. having big winds and being taken in a storm and things like that that's <laughs> wow life savings opportunities um mm -hmm. so after that you started to work um and dealing with French suppliers I suppose it was full of colors and you've dealt with a lot of uh, crazy stuff. But yeah, where where did you stay? Where did when did you decide to take the step and just move and start to do your own planning? Um, I always knew that I wanted to have a business of my own at some point, um, mm -hmm. and and so it was very natural to me. I knew as well that when I started planning events, that my goal was to have my own events agency. Um, And so when I started working, I worked in the sense that I wanted to learn what I needed to know so that I could do it on my own when when time came. Um, so, yeah. And <laughs> what was your first year? It was 2011, if I'm not wrong. Did I do my homework good? Yeah, my first season. So I started 2011. My first season was 2012. Then. 2012. And how did it go? Uh, it was good. It was good. It was, um, I actually had really, I mean, I, I still know some of the couples from 2012 from my first season. Oh yeah. I had some really nice couples and it was, oh. it was a bit of, yeah. Um, how can I answer that question? I had, uh, so when I started, I had lots of couple, couples in London and that was, that was actually the aim. Um, you know, I'm based in London and, um, lots of, Um, couples here are a bit multicultural, coming from different countries, and so they don't necessarily get married in the UK. Um, mm -hmm. um, um, you know, France is sometimes a good middle ground uh, between families, you know, living in different areas. Um, so I started, I uh, did weddings in the Côte d'Azur, I just uh, did weddings in the Southwest. I had some really lovely couples, and I was, I mean, obviously, you know, when you start, you're very, uh, you've got more time because you've got less clients. Mm -hmm. um, and I was very dedicated and, and I, I was very lucky to have really lovely clients for my first season. So no, it was, um, it was, it wasn't what I expected it would be, to be honest. So mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> When I was looking at your website before our interview, I've seen uh, a beautiful website, obviously. But what I really liked about it, uh, I'm a bit of a, of a crazy organized, or organized person. I'm very 
uh, like super right with details. And I really like the way that you structured your website and the way that you say the process. So mm -hmm. tell us about your process and what do you do exactly when you onboard your clients? Yeah. Uh, thanks for the comment. I'm, I'm a very organized person and I like things to be very clear. So <laughs> um, that's great that it's translating on the website. It does, um, yeah. The process, so that being said, um, the process is always a bit, is always tailored. So um, when I onboard a couple, um, I always try and spend a good amount of time having a chat with them and trying to get into their heads and trying to understand what do they want, what do they like. Um, obviously, we have a style, and I think couples who come to us, they've seen our website, they've seen our Instagram, they probably like what they've seen there, and they probably want something that is similar or in that style. So um, I think our style is quite, you know, French, elegant, um, but not over the top. Um, mm -hmm. And so, our class, you know, couples tend to come to us for this kind of um, wedding and this kind of event. Um, there's also a lot, I mean, I try to translate a lot on my Instagram and on my website about the fact that for us, it's really about the guest experience. Um, um, to me, there's no, I mean, you can have a beautiful wedding and the couple would be happy they have all, all the flowers and, you know, everything that they sort out and they've seen on, on Instagram and is going to be there. But if the guests are not having a nice time, if, you know, if it's not well organized, if, if there's not a nice flow, uh, if they're not attended to, then it's going to feel in a way. And then I really feel deeply that the couple would feel it and, and wouldn't feel as happy about their day. Um, and, you know, similarly, if you've got an event where sometimes we can't have it all, we can't have everything that we wanted, you can't have everything that you've seen on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, you're on the day and the guests are super happy. Everything's going well. They've got, you know, as if they're fed, they've got everything to drink. They've got, you know, they've been attended to. Um, everything is is going smoothly and seamlessly. And, and it feels, and the couples are, you know, so much happier. Uh, you know, if the guests are happy, the couples are happy. So that's my, my main concern, to be honest. So anyway, so the process is a lot about understanding my couple and understanding their crowd. You know, who are they inviting? You know, is it, you know, is it more family, um, you know, older kind of guests? Or is it like a very, you know, lots of friends, uh, where there be lots of kids? And, and we try to tailor the day to, you know, according to what the couple wants and who their crowd is. Um, and then it's like, I, I always say planning a wedding is like um, bidding a cake, even though I'm not a cake designer at all, but I imagine that's the thing is, you know, we start with the base, uh, the base tier okay. of the cake, you know, all the main things, the venues and the main suppliers. And then as we go, we build up, you know, the, the higher mm -hmm. layers until the tiny, tiny one at the top that is, you know, all the later details. And how do you get into their heads? Uh, because it's everyone, everybody wants to do this. Like when you have a meeting, a client meeting and you want to know what they want, but obviously you cannot say, okay, so tell me what do you want? So how do you get into their heads? I like this expression. <laughs> um, I don't know. I ask a lot of questions and I okay. really, I'm, I'm really like, I ask a lot of questions, but I'm really interested as well to understand, you know, who they are, what they do, why they do what, what they do. Um, okay. why, why do they get married in France? What, you know, what do they love about France? Um, have they visited the area before? Um, what do they do in their spare time? Where do they go on holiday? And why? 
you know, the why is a big question. Like, why you know, you get the question and then why? <laughs> <laughs> I really like this this approach to uh, to ask a lot about them and get get into their heads to uh, to tell her the best experience. Also, I never heard uh, this approach to make the guest very happy in order to uh, make the final client happy because like I, like most of the time the shortcut is oh we want to make the clients happy but there's a yeah there's a there's a lot to be said here that no one no one is probably thinking about i really like this approach you already had this this approach from the start or you developed it in uh during your uh, your career um no i think i had it from the start i mean i um it's funny because i'm kind of writing a push right now um, on, on Instagram about it, but I, I realized that I've always been um, a group person. Like I love people getting together. I love people coming together. It really fills me with emotions seeing people coming together for whatever reason. Okay. Um, and and I really care about you know people feeling happy and good and well and you know and. And so that seems quite natural to me that, you know, wedding is not just about the couple. And obviously the couple is important and they have to be happy. But, you know, there's a hundred other persons in the wedding and that's the guest. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I, once again, I really like this approach. So you, most of the time, people know where they want to go. Do they have a precise idea of where in France they want to go or you already give them some of your venues because i see you have paris provence southwest even corsica corsica mm -hmm. I, I rarely see it so it's a beautiful yeah. place um oh. so most of the time couples know the region the area they would like to get married into um and some but sometimes it can be like you know the south of france so south of france can be a vague um notion um so sometimes you know depending on you know again you know what they're after what vibe they are after um how many guests they have and what they want to be able to do so usually when um for destination weddings people don't come just for the wedding day or even not just for the two days or three days they come you know if they come from the u.s for example people would most likely travel for at least five days or even a week So it's important to have things to do around and see. And so again, depending on the crowd, you know, some crowds would be better in the Nice area and then they want to, have to go to the beach and have, you know, higher boats and things like that. And some crowds are more like, oh, we want to be relaxed and go to markets. And so that would be more Provence. So depending on what they want to do and want to, what they want to see, then I would direct them to, into one direction or the other. Um, and yeah, I hope that answers the question. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, and where, do, how, how do you source all your suppliers? You get to know them, or you already know them, or along the way you get you get to know people. How do you how do you proceed? Uh, it's a bit of everything. I mean, I've been I've been on the market for a while, so there are vendors I've known forever um, that started in you know, about the same time as me. Um, so there are vendors that I've known for a long time and we've kind of grown together or grown you know in in parallel so that's quite nice um obviously there's lots of vendors that were there when i started that are not there anymore and so it's an ever um continuing a process of you know being aware of who's you know 
who is new to the market and um and kind of sourcing the good people around um so i don't know i just you know it's word of mouth uh sometimes you know it's you know looking on instagram and saying oh i like the work of that person and then getting in touch on instagram and you know sending a few messages and keeping that person in mind for any future event that we might have um that could be suitable um and then some people come to us as well we receive quite a few emails of you know vendors who say hey i've seen you know a bit like you said you know you've been i've seen your website i like what you do it would be great if we could work together so that's a bit of everything Websites are always a big display and on Instagram and Instagram actually and, and websites are always a very big display of what you do and mm. especially for wedding planners and wedding designers to give an impression of of everything. You've been published in Style Me Pretty, Brides UK, Magnolia Rouge. You're uh, you're in the game for a long time and congratulations. That's uh yeah, beautiful, beautiful image that you display. You also do elopements, intimate weddings, and larger weddings. This is the way that you are categorizing your services, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you do something yeah. else? Uh no. We only do we, we only do start to finish. Um so and when you do elopements, you do them in the in the whole in the whole country of France, or do you specialize in a, in Paris most of the time? Or well, we we could do them anywhere, but I have to say most of the elopements are in Paris. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's a really good spot for elopements. Um, <laughs> and famous, I do yeah. I do love a Paris elopement. So. Yeah, yeah, elopements are in, in in Paris is very very famous spot, and. Uh, to finish, I would like to ask you uh, about the name of your company. Et voilà. Mm-hmm. How would you? How did you came up with the name? Oh my God, oh, that, that's a very silly story. <laughs> you have to tell it now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can. Um, okay, um, so I I had another name for the company, and it was a French name, and it was very hard to say in English. Um, I really loved it, uh, but I just realized that it. it wasn't working um and I was with a friend and we were thinking okay so I want the name to be French but it has to be something that the British would understand or, you know the English speakers would understand and would be able to say mm-hmm. and I don't know I must have looked at uh, finding Nemo just uh, you know in in the in the last few days or weeks I don't know and I remember do you know, <laughs> do you know Michel um I do but he does the bubbles, I don't know, and then or he cleans he cleans the he cleans Nemo and then when he's finished he says et voila. Et voila. Et and voilà. I was like, Well, you know, if it's in finding Nemo, uh, people obviously understand it and it, it just, you know, sums up, you know, you just do the do you do the job, et voila. And so Absolutely. That's I really like it. <laughs> and it's true actually. You don't yeah, not not only in finding Nemo. All the whole, yeah, the whole English speaking crowd will get it. Um, yeah, it's a very snappy, snappy thing. I like it. So once again, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to be with me today. Do you have final words for uh, the audience? Somebody is listening, if you want to say something. Um, no, thank you so much for listening and thank you for having me. It was a pleasure uh, having this chat with you. And yeah, I mean, if anyone you know would like to get in touch, please don't hesitate to um, DM me on Instagram or send me an email. I will put every information about Evola Weddings on the show notes, the links, and everything about Anla and her beautiful services. Anla, thank you so much again for taking the time to be here today. 
Merci. Thank you so much for listening to the French Wedding Show. If you want to know more about our guest today, you can go to the show notes and find all the relevant links. Also, have a look at my website, theparisiancelebrant.com, also in the show notes. If you want to start to plan your wedding ceremony or elopement in Paris or anywhere in France. I look forward to hear your ideas. Thank you again so much for listening and see you soon for another episode.